Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. All right, Bismillah. <clears throat> Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Alhamdulillah, we're on our eighth session or seventh? Seventh fast? No, ain't nobody counting no more. Seventh, right? Okay, it's on our seventh or eighth. We're moving through. Alhamdulillah, may Allah accept from us, inshallah. Um, it really just a reminder for us before we know it, the month will be gone. So just take every opportunity, every single opportunity you have within it uh, to, to, to work on your relationship with Allah, however it may be. Um, stay disciplined. Motivation goes up and down. But bis- discipline is a constant that could just keep you moving, inshallah. Um, so we're on the Baba Tawbah. Baba Tawbah. Uh, we're going to do one more Baba, one more Hadith of Tawbah, and then we'll go to the next section, inshallah. So the structure of the book is beautiful, obviously, because it tells you how Imam Noah thinks about how we want to work on ourselves. He started with Niyyah, and then he moved on to Tawbah. And we talked about that yesterday. And we read a few hadith. So now we'll read one more hadith, which is a really a beautiful hadith, but it's a ajib hadith. Um, and uh, I'm just going to go straight into it, inshallah. Bismillah. وَأَنْ عَبِي سَعِيدٍ سَعْدِ بْنِ مَالِكِ بْنِ الْخُدْرِ Ibn Sinan al-Khudri. Radiallahu an, an Nabi So Sa'id Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu an, he narrates that the Prophet said, Kana fi man kana qablakum. There was a man in the nations before you, most likely Bani Israel. Qatala tis'a wa tis'ina nafsin. From now you know the hadith. He killed 99 people. He killed 99 people. Now the thing is, we hear these hadith and they're hadith that maybe you've heard since you were a child, but it's important to listen to them. Because as I say all the time, the hadith doesn't change, the verse doesn't change, but you change in your life. So as you go through different things in life, when you hear that again, it's like, oh my God, now I get it. Before it didn't hit me the way it used to hit me. So listen to this one. He kills 99 people. Now the reason why this hadith is so interesting is because this is a haqq of a person. Blood on the day of judgment is something that is considered from the hukuk of people. Like blood, money, honor. Meaning, meaning they're the rights that you have to pay back people in this dunya or pay them back in the akhirah for them. You know what I'm saying? Like backbiting, for example. So he kills 99 people. But something hits his heart. He feels something. فَسَأَلَ أَنْ أَعْلَى الْأَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ there's something inside that, no, this life isn't right. This isn't the way I should be living. Something's wrong. So he asked, who's the most knowledgeable person? Who's the most knowledgeable person? So he's looking for a'lam, most knowledgeable. Who can he go to, the, to guide him? Fadula ala rahib. He was guided to one monk. And this is a time when that's the, the people of knowledge. Fa'atahu. He went to him. Fa'ala innahu qatala. He's like, listen, this is my, me, who I am. I killed 99 people. Uh, is there any way for Toba? The monk, he goes, no, there's not. Now, here's, here, it's important to understand here that um, 
You never want to be someone who's closing doors of people towards God. You always want to be the one opening doors for them. Helping them get closer to Allah. Not closing those doors off. Never limiting to the mercy. So he, was, he thought this sin was so egregious. He thought this person was so messed up. That maybe in the spur of the moment. Maybe he even thought about it. He goes, no, how are you going to do Toba? You just killed 99 people. And we could think how vile that, that act is. We couldn't even imagine that. فَقَالَ la. He's like, no. So this man, he, he loses it, right? He hears no. I can't get back to God. My life is a, is a wreck. So he kills that man too. فَكَمَّلَ بِهِ مِئَةٍ So now 100. He has 100 homicides on his track record. But he still feels it inside. What am I doing with myself? What am I doing? What am I doing? ثُمَّ سَأَلَ أَنْ أَعْلَى أَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ He's like, and the other thing here is sometimes just because someone got knowledge doesn't mean that they're going to give you that best advice for your heart all the time. Knowledge and knowledge and actual experience and, and, and knowing how to interact with people is different. Those are different things sometimes. And so this person was knowledgeable. Everyone knew him for his book knowledge. But in that moment, he, he didn't give him the right guidance. So then he asked him, look, is there someone else? He asked people, is there anyone who's the most knowledgeable person? He was guided to a person of knowledge. Now, what's interesting is the hadith does differentiate between the rahib, who was a person of worship, and then the second one, who was a person of knowledge. So one could say the hadith is showing us that sometimes if a person is focused on ibadah, then maybe that comes in the way of them seeing. Look, the more ibadah you start doing, then it can have a tendency to make you disdain sins even more. Oh, how could you do that? Oh, I prayed 20 rakats. How did you? You didn't even come for Isha? Wow. You know what I'm trying to say? So, but a person of knowledge, they know God. And so when he asked this question, he says, Hey, there's someone in the Qatala Mi'atan Nafsin. There's a man, he killed a hundred people. Fahallahu min Toba. Is there any way for this person to get Toba? He's like, Qalinam. He's like, Yeah. It's bad, yeah. But wa Who can come between you and you returning back to God? No one. That's what life is all about. No, nothing can come between you and going back to Allah. He's like, but you, there's a way to do it. You have to actually make steps towards Toba. So he goes, in talik ila ardi kada wa kada. Go to that place over there. And this is where Sidi Ahmed Zarruq, remember in the first day we were doing Toba, I told you Sidi Ahmed Zarruq, he says, one of the things you have to do after you do Toba is always at your utmost avoid the places that you fell into the sin. You cannot go back to those places. You can't visit those places. You can't chill with those same people. You can't be around those same people. Regardless of how strong you get because you could relapse. You could fall right back into it. So he tells him, he goes, look, in talit ila ardi kada wa kada. Go over to such and such place. Fa'inna biha unasa. There's really good people over there. And I know you don't know who they, you know, they don't know you, you don't know them. But if you just hang around them and be around them, it gives you a chance to turn a new leaf and just be a new person and learn from being amongst them. There's people there worshiping God. Just be with them. You'll be good. That will reform your heart. Just be around those good, righteous people. Um, so many, so many ishadas here just about company, how important that is. Just leave the old place, come to that new place. Turn that new leaf, be a new you. Be that new you and just be amongst those people. 
And no one there knows who he is. So he doesn't have that guilt. You know, he's, he's just a new person there. He goes, and do not go back. Don't go back to your, your homeland. Don't. This is a bad place for you. He said, Ardusu'ah means it's evil land. Perhaps it means it's bad for you. This isn't good for you. You shouldn't be there. It's not good for you. So never go back to those places that we used to sin at. Run away from those places. Stay away from them. Don't go back to them. Uh, so then, hadith continues. He goes, فَانْطَلَقَ حَتَّى إِذَا إِذَا نَصَفَ الطَّرِيقَ أَتَاهُ الْمَوْتِ So he starts going, he starts going, all right, man, I got to change my life. I'm on my way. He's going to this new place. أَتَاهُ الْمَوْتِ He dies right there on the spot. The hadith says, نَصَفَ الطَّرِيقَ نَصَفَ النِّسْ Right in the middle of the, of the pathway. Halfway there to the new place, halfway back home. فَاخْتَسَمَتْ فِيهِ مَلَكَةُ الرَّحْمَةُ وَمَلَكَةُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ so the angels, they both show up for duty. Angels of Rahmah show up and the angels of Adab. It's like, okay, come on, it's time. And they start arguing. The angels of Rahmah go, yo, this guy's our guy. They go, the فَقَالَتِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ الرَّحْمَةُ جَاءَتَا إِبَلْ مُقْبِلًا بِقَلْبِهِ إِذَا اللَّهِ No, no, this man has done tawbah. He was turning towards God. We're the angels of mercy. We're going to take him. وَقَالَ الْمَلَائِكَةُ الْعَذَابِ إِنَّهُ لَمْ يَعْمَلْ خَيْرٍ قَدُّ the angels of Adab, they're like, oh, this man has never done a good deed in his entire life. Another angel comes in the form of a man. So they said, okay, you decide. What are we supposed to do? Choose. He says, Measure between the two lands. And whichever one he is closer to, then if he's closer to the place of Tawbah, he'll be there. If he's closer to the place of his old place, he'll be of the people of Adam. They measured it and they found him to be just a little bit closer, just a little bit closer to the land of Toba. So the angels of mercy took him. In another narration, just a little bit. Just as if as if when he was dying, he just kept crawling. You can see this man, if just picture it. This man is going and he feels like whatever it may be, a heart attack or whatever it may be. But as he's falling on the ground, and he's looking, just picture his face, looking to that new city, like, that's where I'm trying to go. One of the main things here is to focus on, it's not the destination, but the journey we should focus on. Start the journey, don't worry about the reaching the destination. This man did not reach the destination. Or did he? Or did he? He did. He, he, he got to the destination. Because the destination, what God really wants to see if we're going to try to go to that place. Are you going to try to become a hafid? Are you going to try to become a scholar? Are you going to try to become someone who prays regularly? Right? Are you going to try? And, and who knows, maybe in that last breath he took, he just crawled a little bit more to show God his sincerity. And that was it. That's what got him Jannah. It's a beautiful hadith. And so why I think this is so deep is, um, you know, blood is from the hukuk of people. But the hadith is speaking clearly that this man is a person of Jannah. As if to say that God's mercy just encompassed this person so much due to his sincerity. You know what I'm saying? So it's just an absolutely amazing hadith. And it, and it also tells us you can't ever cut someone out. Just You can't, no matter how evil the person, the actions are, always have wish for good for them and hope that they turn towards Allah in a good way. It's a beautiful hadith. So that's the end. The next hadith is a very, very long hadith. So we're not going to do that hadith. Um, the next bab
and I guess I'll just introduce it and then we could do it tomorrow. The next chapter is the Bab al-Sabr, the chapter of patience. And so the structure, as you were all seeing, is intention, which is my motivation to actions, my tova, which is removing anything that was holding me back from moving forward, and then now sabr. Sabr is normally translated as patience, but it's, a really, it's not a really good translation because um, sabr just means to have the ability to hold yourself in a difficult moment. Whether it be on good, whether it be on bad, whether it be on calamities. So patience doesn't always fit that translation as a translation really well. Why is he bringing this up? When my teacher taught it to us, he said, the reason why he brings this up here, he says, because now he's going to get into worship and every single type of ibadah or worship needs sabr, needs a level of patience, needs the ability to hold yourself to some extent. And so that's the next thing that he brings up is the Bab al-Sabr. Um, and so we'll pick up from here. Um, yeah, we'll pick up from here uh, tomorrow, inshallah, with the hadith of sabr, inshallah. So we've just completed Tawbah. May Allah allow us to use this month as, as a means of turning back. Uh, every moment, you just need that one moment in the month where your heart is connected to Allah. Um, and you ask Allah for deep repentance to turn back to you. And if you get that moment, this month has been successful. So may Allah make us amongst those people, inshallah.